be here. You are one of our builders. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I mean, we, we want to hear you. You are doing a lot for this community. It really means a lot. So how should we start this? I mean, I don't have any experience with these kind of spaces. Well, I'll tell you what. You just talk yeah. about what you're working on. You just talk about the things that you like about Noster. And Walker and I will throw random tidbits of information and content out there. And from time to time, I'll tell Semi to go fuck himself. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? So currently I'm working on a service right now. I recently, you know, started offering the beta version of Zapit where any any artist can put any content behind Lightning Pay or regardless of whether they have a Lightning wallet or not. That service will also create a Lightning wallet for them and they can put any content behind Lightning Paywall and they can create a link. That link can be shared on any social media wherever they want. It's not it's not really a nostril project. It's more of a you know, lightning project, Bitcoin project, where, where you can use that project on any any social media. So that that's what I something I wanted to create, you know, some monetization system for artists. So that's what I'm working on right now. I have some plans for that in future, but let's see how that goes. So yeah, that's that's all I'm working on right now. I, and after that, I will start some relays. Maybe I'm I'm looking for some relay. I'm planning. I have a plan to create some kind of relay. It should broadcast your event to all the major relays at the same time. It should also take a backup for your all the nodes. You can download those backups. Uh, you can download those back backups, and you are only only paying for whatever whatever storage you are using for uh, that particular relay. Uh, whatever storage you are using, whatever band bandwidth you are using. So you are just paying for whatever you are using. So that that's a plan for the future. So let's see how that goes. How about you? What you are building these days? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. We, uh, Derek, are you still there? Uh, or are you currently doing something? Uh, Derek might just be opening up another beer or in the bathroom in the midst of uh, pissing. Uh, we'll find out soon. And, uh, Roya wanted to, I, I had to talk to Roya, but no, I, I'm here, man. I, Ethan, I, I heard everything you said. I, I was just texting Roya. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm here. I, I'm here, brother. I'm, I, like I said, I'm super excited to hear you talk about your, the projects that you're working on. You keep talking, man. I am here. I'm listening. He, he wanted to know what you got going on, Derek. 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 Um. No, no, no. You're fine, brother. Derek's uh, hoping Noster Nest gets so much better than it is. Earlier, I don't know if you were you were here, Ethan. I was talking about our roadmap. Like, there's all sorts of things that. Semi and I are working on. We want to bring a Noster login through NIP07 as well as uh, authentication through DMs. We want to bring enhancement tools to allow you to, you know, restore your Nest profile if you deleted your cookies. 
But most importantly, we want to bring zaps because nobody else is doing this. You can zap everybody else on stage. Ethan, if you're talking about the cool things that you're building and I like it, I can zap you directly on stage. It's fucking cool. If Walker's talking about Footster and, and the new form of advertisements and I like it, it's fucking cool. I can zap Walker. It's and we want to split these zaps amongst everybody that's hosting the space, the nest up on stage. Anyone and, who has feet gets a zap. Yeah. So the majority of people can get two zaps, right? Because because <laughs> we all have two feet. Well, the majority of people do. There's all sorts of cool things we want to do. We want to do nest uh, creation uh, links where we're where we're charging people to create custom URLs. Vanity URLs. We want to do public chat. We're going to talk to Pablo since Pablo's doing all sorts of insane micro apps and he wants to help us out. He, he told me earlier he would help us out with to do public chat so we don't have to use this third party plugin. There's Pablo's all sorts of cool things. On, he's actually building on Footster right now. Um, that's why okay. he loves Swan. <laughs> like, seriously? No, dude, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Come on. I mean, he could be. Dude, Pablo builds on everything, brother. Dude, he, I, 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 I noted this earlier today. I was like, if you can dream it, Pablo is Pablo already, can do it. All, if you no, can no, dream it. He's, he's already building it. Like, he's well, literally, like, he'll just be like, yeah, oh, I had like 30 minutes in between, like, well, I don't know. That's what we talked today. about earlier. And, like, and, and I just decided to, to hack together this, you know, really revolutionary site. Like, it's not a big deal, but I just, I did it in like 30 minutes. And you're like, well, that, that, what, that's what, what we said earlier. We're like, hey, can we take Pinkster? To be able to ping user devices whenever a new Nest launches, is there a way to be able to do this with Pinkster? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is pretty simple. I can do this. Like, Pablo's fucking cool, man. I can't wait for him to have his Nest tomorrow. He's he's an awesome dude. I, I met him for the first time at Unconfiscatable. It was actually the first Bitcoin conference Carl and I ever went to. Um, oh. Shout out to – yeah, no, it really this, – this, this was uh, just over a year ago. This was uh, – late february of of 2022 uh, carl and i haven't been around for a long time we're not we're not ogs with a you know big old stack we're just we're just plebs and the first conference we went to was unconfiscatable tone vase he invited us there to host the scammy awards where we just roasted shit coiners the entire time which was you know, great walker but we met fucking pablo and that was the best part one of the earliest videos of you and carla that you post a screenshot from it all the time when she's dressed up as fucking what's his name G sort of the G from Lord of the Rings uh Gamel or Grommel Go or what wait Go Gollum you mean Gollum yeah. when she's Gollum and you're like yeah I'm hitting that <laughs> that makes me cry laughing every fucking time the best it's part hilarious. of that video the best part of that video was that I did the voiceover for her to so it's like, you know, oh, 21 million bitcoins is fair. But like, I'm doing it's it. For amazing. Her. It's like, amazing. It's amazing. Like, I. And she I, looks kind of hot, you know? Like, like I well, mean, she, she's a cute woman to make it, but it, I Eric, have that, tears. That's my, that's my wife. All right. And I'm allowed to say she's 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 I'm cute. Just, I'm just. I'm not Peter Schiff. I'm not Peter Schiff. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to like you know seduce her with gold like Peter Schiff here. I'm just saying that it's it's amazing. Like it it. I like the content, man. It's hilarious. I laugh and cry every time, like tears every time I see it. 
Hey, that's what we go for, brother. Uh, I'm I'm lucky to have a, uh, a wife who is so much more talented than I am. And uh, she's, yeah, and she's somehow you attracted or she attracted Peter Schiff. He's the and he doubled down too. That that's Dude, that, that was the that was the wildest part. Was, is, is, <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. He's just going in, you know. <laughs> I don't know that that I literally I literally took his that that screenshot. I put it on a T-shirt. Um, Carl and I each have them. We're gonna wear them in Miami. Uh, it, it makes a great T-shirt, you know. It's like you're very cute and very talented. It's like Jesus, Peter, get in your fucking pants, man. Whenever you shared that like that religious photo, dude, I like I was I had tears in my eyes. That religious meme, I had oh, tears in my eyes. One. And Katie's like, "What are you laughing at? Like, what what are you doing?" And I I'm like, "You don't understand. Like, this is amazing." I showed it to her, and she she kind of giggled. But I'm like, "You don't understand how amazing and how fucking funny this meme is right now." And oh, it was it was so good. Peter, Peter Schiff, man, he's uh he's an interesting dude. I'm like Jesus Christ, my wife broke Peter, you know, like hell. I, but I've I've always thought like because I've had people come up to me and be like, oh, like isn't it weird for you that like other men are like into your wife? I'm like, dude, if other men weren't into my wife, I'd think I'd had the wrong wife. Like fucking a, I'm not worried. <laughs> it's a compliment, you know. As as I, I learned years ago, it's a compliment, and she's going home with you, right? Uh, certainly hope so. <laughs> she is, yes. Yeah, that is Semi, because Semi's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Semi, you are cool. I I enjoy you, brother. I mean, like. Oh, look at that! I just got the single shaka. You got the single shaka. Right just one. Oh, what? oh, hugs. oh, the hugs! Oh, shit, hugs. Sammy, man. You don't have to be so nice. I appreciate that, but you're gonna make me blush if you're not careful. Sammy's gonna start developing. No, he's no. You're not. You're not developing apps for fucking Carla. Work on Zaps. Sammy, if you want to join the Footster team, uh, right now it's it's me. Um, also, it's Carla, her feet. Um, that's neither of us are developers. I did some C plus plus in high school that I remember some of it of, uh, but yeah, it's a bit rough right now. Wow, he rugged you literally. He left. Yep, he rode, he rode up there, rode need to you go by, you know, and left. Maybe maybe I should leave. Maybe I Ethan, well, you know maybe what? Ethan Ethan's a talented. Ethan has skill. You could recruit Ethan for your work. Dude, even I, I, by the way, is, am I, Ethan, Ethan, uh, I just prefer to say people's names correctly. No offense, Derek. Uh, but how, how, how can I, how can I call you? Oh, maybe it's not, he's not alive right now. Not Ethan, Ethan uh, yeah. where, where do you, uh, reside? What country are you from? Nice try, Spook. <laughs> Wait, is Sammy back? No, he's gone again. Okay. All right. Well, what I was going to say is I think what uh, Ethan is doing is really fucking cool. Like, I know that some people are uh, like inherently against the idea of paywalls. Like, just at a, a like a, they don't think anything should be paywalled. It should all just be 
like value for value in a, a totally open sense, which I understand that. Um, and this is me getting serious for just a second, Derek. Um, but I, I don't think that paywalls are inherently bad. And I think that paywalls are actually a vehicle for value for value if implemented correctly. And I think that the way that Ethan has done it is actually really smart. And if there's a way um, to be able to basically implement like, okay, you can, uh, here's a, you know, you send one sat or 10 sats or whatever, some, some uh, for the time being inconsequential amount of sats. And that still opens it up. Like the creator had an option to say, yeah, you can, you can view this basically for free, right? Or you can give whatever value you think is justifiable. I don't know how much, I'm assuming it's much more difficult to do a dynamic sort of paywall like that. Uh, but I think that the idea in general around it and having that lightning paywall is really clutch. And it's something that is going to be super valuable. And to me, I think it still is in line with the idea of value for value. And because it's still a voluntary exchange, you know? That's my two sets. Ethan, um, refresh. Uh, we can't, we currently can't hear you if you're trying to speak. Thank you. All right, let's wait. Try, try again now. Can you hear me now? Yes, now we can. Yeah, Walker, I completely agree with you. Actually, I implemented that uh, feature. You suggested it last time. Now you don't actually, uh, you know, at the fixed price. You are adding the minimum price. Yeah, minimum price. You have to pay this to unlock this pay paywall. You can pay whatever you want. So you can create it like a value for value. And and I, I completely agree with you there also. Paywalls are not inherently bad. I think they are the one of the most efficient way of monetization because every person is paying exactly what they are using. So it's, it's not a bad idea to have a paywall. In fact, it's one of the most efficient way. There are three types of you know monetization on Nostra right now. First is donation-based, tip-based, like we do it with Zap. Other is subscription-based. And third one is pay-per-use. Pay-per-use, most of the people are not using pay-per-use service right now. But it's the, one of the most efficient way to monetize anything. I mean, it's the numbers. If every, every person is paying for exactly what they are using. So without any doubt that will be i mean we should not eliminate that option completely i can understand i mean i love zaps uh, i love zaps i mean they can help a lot but we should not eliminate the entire way of monetizing the content i completely agree with you there i i think you're spot on because i mean and honestly i think this uh the only zaps thing is actually a really really great experiment whatever you may think about it uh, in terms of like whether you are for it or against it in the long term, I'm, I'm still undecided, to be honest, because I think there is a, uh, an acknowledgement value in a simple like, just to say, I see you. Um, I, I, like, I just want to let you know that I see you. Like, that's it. Like, especially when it comes to replies, things like that. Like, uh, you know, either we're cluttering the network with, uh, with you know, uh, likes or we're cluttering it with comments right like they're just they're still just events though right and so i i think that it's a really good experiment though because it makes people think a little bit more about what is value um i have personally seen at least this is just my my own experience i think that and perhaps this is also market dynamics there are probably many other factors at play but the uh i would say the total frequency and also the amount of zaps like the value of those zaps in satoshis not in dollars but in satoshis seems to have overall decreased since only zaps was implemented maybe that's just me maybe i've just been posting like shit. 
I don't know. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing either, right? That could just be the actual value for value market repricing itself to become more realistic. Maybe people are thinking a little bit more about what actually derives or, you know, is driving value for them. But I think that having other options for monetization, especially for creators, is a hugely beneficial thing. And so when you think about, you know, wanting to attract um, more people than those, this is why I, I published today that just some of my thoughts about this idea of Zapvertising. Um, and I know I've, I've spammed many of your, uh, your Zaps with a link to footster.com, right? This was purposeful um, uh, because I wanted to test this out and I wanted to see actually how many, like how many unique hits would I get on that website? Um, and Greg, like, and I like had a free site and then GoDaddy shut it down and then I had another site and then GoDaddy for some reason, like I screwed something up. I'm, uh, I, I messed something up guys. And then anyway, now it's, now it's hosted. It's, you know, a managed WordPress fucking blog or whatever the fuck it is. But uh, it, it got a shitload of unique hits just from me. Zappy. I didn't post it on Twitter where I have a larger following. I didn't post it anywhere else. I just posted it on Noster because I wanted to test out what are the implications of this. And I think that with uh, what we're seeing is that there are going to be multiple avenues for bringing additional value into the network. One of those ways is just straight zaps. One of those is advertisers coming in and deciding that we want to be able to spend our advertising dollars in a different way and be able to give value without a middleman. And then the other way is through things like paywalls which will be able to attract creators who say, ah, I have now a seamless way where I can post my content and receive, you know, I can post content that is unpaywalled and receive zaps for it, but I can also have other content. You can think of it as more of a, a one-time quick subscription, really, where you can say, okay, you want to be able to view this? It's going to this paywall. I don't know. I, I, I think that what you're doing is really cool and I appreciate you doing it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm planning to integrate some other services also in future. Maybe we can integrate marketplace. We, we, we will also make it as simple as possible, like paywall thing. Uh, people should be able to, you know, uh, 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 people should be able to sell anything in phys physical good. When buyer is buying something, they can add their address, whatever they want. And uh, the creator will just get the message with the address. Yeah, he he paid the money, and this is his address. And uh, creator can just uh, deliver that thing. And it can be as simple as possible. I mean, it's not possible to do with traditional uh, traditional financial system what we are doing with Zapit Zap right now. Imagine you have never used Bitcoin in your entire life. You can just create that website. That website will create create a wallet for you. I mean, it's a bank like it's one of the most advanced wallet you can get in Bitcoin ecosystem right now. But this it's also very complicated to use. That's why I created the front end. So you can just use the API of that wallet and, and add it to the front end. And yeah, you can use that wallet. Anyone can use that wallet after that. I mean, that was the goal. I mean, I haven't invented the paywall. I didn't invent the lightning system. My goal was to create it, perfect this particular part and make it as, as simple as possible. So any person around the world can open that website. He has never used Bitcoin in his entire life. We just create user. He is not just creating some random string. He's also creating one of the most advanced wallet and they have access point and using that access point they can uh, access those wallet without opening that wallet so that's the goal we can we can integrate other services also in future i'm planning to add split payment system 
there was some problem with invoice listener so it was not reliable i can make it right now i have a working model but it's 90% accurate um, 90% time it will directly you know send money to your personal wallet and yeah it will do the split but yeah that that is fixed now i just updated it recently the backend now i can also implement split payment feature we can also add other features like i am enabling one other setting also paper view setting paper view setting where every user can just view that content after payment just once if they have to uh, if they want to view it again so they have to pay it uh, pay, uh, they have to zap again to watch that content so paper view view model also i mean uh, i i i'm not uh, i i understand every person will not like Uh, like this kind of model but yeah there is there will be a many kind of situation where you can use those services i mean we should have every single option available and let the artists decide how they want to monetize their services they should have all the options in my opinion let's see i will can you explain more about how the pay per view works from a, just like a, a you know so like pay per view is technical perspective because that's yeah, really yeah, fascinating yeah. so it's this uh, right now if you are making the payment a uh, browser is storing your uh, payment data yeah that user make the payment made the payment so if you are opening that link again uh, you don't have to pay again because uh, browser has already saved that uh, information yeah that user has already paid for the service so we don't have to that user don't have to pay it again so when so i'm planning to add one extra feature when you are creating the invoice you can have a remember uh, enable paper view uh, paper view mode right you uh, you uh, you check mark check mark on that after that if you are sharing that link if somebody is paying for that link it will just open once after that when you uh, try to uh, open that link again it will not open it will tell you again yeah make the payment so you can see it again i mean this is not full proof you can't do it uh, full proof I, i mean i can create a containers where i can have you know uh, screenshot protection and that kind of stuff but it's not full proof and neither i want to be you know copyright police on noster i just want to you know you this uh, project to community and let community decide whether they want to embrace this kind of system or not so i will make tools what is necessary for every single artist we will have the options and let people decide whether they want to use it or not but yeah my goal is to provide every single uh, every single type of mechanism artists will need for their you know uh, monetization system so let's see let's see i will enable paper view paper view mode in few days after that i will implement split payment system that is my next goal i was also planning to add major major need to it so where user can just write the prompt they will get the invoice they pay the invoice and they get the outcome back uh, the output back so they they don't have to create any account they can just you know write the prompt and uh, pay the invoice paper use model that will be paper use model you, uh, you create the prompt pay the invoice you get the result back so many people are using ai art right now not everyone want to create you know account on mid journey or something they don't want to give your uh, give, give their uh, email address or something so we can create that also so i will integrate those services in future but yeah i just want to keep it as simple as possible so every person around the world if opening that website they should be able to create the paywall in few seconds maybe 20 second without giving any personal data that's the goal it should be designed for plebs let's see after that what happens i i love that um and again i think that that's very in line with the noster ethos of generally uh, opt in opt out use what you want don't use what you want nobody's forcing you to do anything um but here are here is a tool that a developer has built you can use it if you want and if you don't want to who gives a fuck you know i think that's that's awesome i mean i 100% agree with you i think as a as a community we should always respect the 
choice of artist how they want to monetize their system and as a developer i have to build those mechanisms so they can do it most most efficient way i mean that should be the way for any developer and the community and we should not we should not close the you know entire monetization system because we don't like the paywalls i mean paywall paywall is not inherently bad and we should, we should uh, and there is a lot of opportunity we can use in that place i mean if 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 there is some teacher he wants to uh, if there is some person uh, his basic job is to just answer the questions if somebody is asking asking some you know tech related question he can put the answer behind the paywall and send it through dms so he don't have to you know care about whether i am paid or not you can do with that blogs and so many adult actresses are surprising using this so there are many use cases right now uh, we should not just you know discard this entire monetization mechanism so i will be working on it and let's see how how good we can make it my my uh, my goal is to make it as simple as possible as easy to use and if there shouldn't be any email or any kind of verification any person has to give any email or something so that's the goal let's see how that goes i mean I, I'm not sure how I'm going to do that, but I mean I know on technical basis how I'm going to do that. But yeah, I have to do it, you know, properly because money is involved. I don't want to take any risk. So that's why I I I I advise every user to don't store money in you know Zapier wallet. It's not there is some vulnerability with that, but it's not a good practice. I always suggest yeah, don't keep your money in it. There is no it, there is no also a hidden fees also. There is no hidden fees. There is no percentage split or something like that. I mean, it's very easy to monetize this service. I just have to write 2.5 percent. So every transaction has made, I will get the 2.5 percent. But yeah, I think for next six, seven, eight months, I can sustain this service without monetizing. So I will keep doing it as long as I can monetize it. I mean, it's a kind of contribution to this community. Let's see how that goes. Uh, I think I can uh, monetize. I can do. I can run it without monetization for six, seven months. So I, I will just keep offering this for completely free, no split option. It is. It is possible. I was testing that these days. So let's see. Let's see. It is going to be very interesting. I mean, it's not possible to do with fiat system. It's. It's not possible. I mean, you have to create a bank account to do something like that. You have nothing. You can just open the website, and after ten minutes, you have a, your own bank. You can have your own paywalls. You can manage your every single service. It's just not possible. It's just possible because we are using Bitcoin right now, and we should. We should use this, its potential as, as, as as we can, right? So let's see. Let's see how it goes. I think that's such a beautiful thing, right? Is what is enabled uh, not only by Noster but by Bitcoin, like the fact that you can actually just <laughs> you don't need to sign up, you don't need to give your ID, you don't need to connect a bank account, which you don't even control. You can just start using something immediately, like within seconds. Like that is what is going to bring people over to the purple side and then the orange side is because they realize oh my god wait there's no friction there, there's nothing preventing me there's nothing blocking me I can, I can just use this i don't have to ask anyone's permission and i can start accepting value like that's really powerful I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, it's, it's fascinating when you think about it. What is the potential of what we can do with this? I mean, also with Noster, I mean, it's, I think it's the first time we are able to create some trustless system for free speech. We don't have to rely on any third party like big tech or government to provide us a free speech. I mean, Noster is first time, like we decent, decentralized Bitcoin first, and now it's free speech. And free speech, 
and uh, our own monetary system like bitcoin i mean it's one of the most essential part of any human being so so it's it's very is much bigger than we realize once we are you know we are able to create good nostril i mean many people say nostril will uh, replace every single thing even nostril even if nostril is just able to you know just replace the existing social media the significance of that is much bigger than we realize let me give you an example i mean let me take uh, let's take my example i'm from a, i'm from an area my home one of the most beautiful place i have ever seen in my life but it's also a disputed territory that means every single information which is coming to my state it has to be censored first and every single information which is going outside from my state that also has to be censored first it's not my opinion it's by law uap unlawful activity prevention because it's a matter of national security so so you, you can understand the extent of you know this uh, extent of censorship and every single social media is collaborating with government i mean they don't have any option it's by law they have to do it so it it is much bigger than uh, we realize but nostril is right if we can just you know create the decentralized system for free speech it has so many so many significance like um, i can't even explain i mean for me at least right i'm from that area it will it will really change the game it will really change the game every single tweet every single piece of information going outside my state it has to be censored first there is a, some kind of review it is it is by law unlawful activity prevention act so so nostril can play a very significant significant role across the world if you just have a internet you have a free speech i mean it's fascinating it's really fascinating I think that's so true because we think about it right now in the context of social media, right? And and that's fair because we're applying existing paradigms to we're, we're applying what we know uh, to this thing that is somewhat unknown. Uh, but it, it it has so much more potential than that. But even as you said, even if it all it does is change it, the paradigm for social media, uh, that's enough to affect a great deal of change. And that's very powerful. And like it, it, it's already, you see it, I, I see it in myself. I think we've all seen it in ourselves, the way that just the ability to frictionlessly exchange value for things you find valuable really changes the way you think about the value you yourself create. And that uh, change in your mental model, I think is incredibly important. And I hope that more and i believe that more and more people will be exposed to this and will hopefully see this change as well and i also think that noster is genuinely one of the best potential avenues we have for orange pilling more people on bitcoin because they get to see it work in the real world they don't have to be you know uh, preached to about how you know bitcoin is gonna do this or that it's like no, no no you can just see the frictionless exchange of value in real time and if you know nothing else you can see that that's extraordinary and impossible through any of the existing systems and perhaps that's enough to make you want to dive deeper i mean i couldn't agree more just few days ago i was talking to some of my friends about bitcoin they said we can't buy bitcoin because it's too expensive that's why we are buying you know ethereum in a few days i mean they don't even know that you can buy fractions of bitcoin i mean we are too early right now so in noster i mean the moment they come to noster it becomes very clear for them you know 
bitcoin you can buy fractions of bitcoin you can uh, it's not slow it's not slow at all it's much faster than they think so it it will it, it will really make a very huge difference if people, and it it's also another thing like you have a free speech and you also have a monetary system with that your own monetary system is also trustless trustless free speech free speech and trustless you know monetary system I mean, it can't get better than this these are one of two of the most fundamental parts of any human aspect right and every human being what you know free speech and monetization system a monetary system for them so if we are able to create that it's way more significant than we realize and i'm look, very looking forward but i re really want noster to win because a lot of things are you know it is the first time we are you know challenging the existing legacy social media after the decades is was it was a decade of darkness for free speech for, for rights and other things and yeah maybe with noster maybe we are able to we are able to you know challenge all, all those things let's see i mean i'm very hopeful i'm very optimistic about it and i want to do every single thing i can to you know make this thing possible it's is very important for every single person yeah looking forward to it yeah you, you guys are doing very amazing job also i mean tunnel and uh, sleepy i mean you are doing very amazing job i want to be i wanted to be a part of this discussion because yeah it was a you, you are doing some very interesting work yeah and yeah this uh, nostalness thank you so much trick for that it's is one of the best project we have on nostal right now thank you so much i couldn't agree more man this is exactly what we're doing and we're we're just we just want to support and do our part cuz uh this is a great platform. This is going to help so many people, especially with onboarding. Um it's just going to ease that process. Um it's it's much easier to like have a friendly voice that, you know, you could have guide you through um through this process that might be really hard for some people um that aren't, you know, too techy. So I, yeah, and it just connects everybody that's already um, you know, talked with each other on Noster and this just amplifies their ideas and um it's a great creation like creative hub like you get on here and you speak for a couple hours and so many cool ideas come out of it um i've seen that on the bitcoin lobby they've even written up a nip on there and they've done it in like the span of a, maybe an hour uh so it's it's possibilities are really endless at this moment in time and it's going to it's going to be able to actually help out all types of people creators um people that just want to talk shit like us <laughs> um anybody developers to be able to like actually get on a on a nest and actually um you know write up nips together and uh have agreements on certain things that they might disagree on if it was this if it was something like this where they could just hop in a room and discuss what they had to discuss i'm pretty sure a lot of the back and forward back and forth that we see on Nostra at the current moment um wouldn't actually be taking place um cuz you could definitely in in 5 minutes you could figure it out just by talking with each other it's it's much harder when you know you're behind text so it's it's amazing i can't wait uh yeah nips we love them nips you know, there, there's Derek. I knew. Yeah, you know, I, I, I knew I'd be able to coax him back out with a little nip talk. You talk a little nip talk, you know, Walker. I got a new beer. I'm ready. Oh, do, well, well, how to duty? I don't know why I said well, how to duty. How to duty? I feel weird now. 
Yeah, that's okay. I, I, I thought it was going to be like a cool catchphrase or something. I mean, it was like 30 years ago. Like, I, do, I don't remember it, but it, I mean, it might have been 40 years ago, but I have a feeling our parents thought it was cool. You know, I'm, I'm an old-fashioned guy at, at the end of the day. You yeah, know. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Derek, what are your thoughts? Enlighten us with some nip and or bush talk. <laughs> well, I think that we, we like to say we're early. And, you know, you know, for those of us, I would say, what, 99% of us, 99.99% of us are Bitcoiners here. And if not 100%, and, and we, we like to say we're early, but it's not actually a meme, right? Like, we're, we're not... <sighs> We're not lying. Like, like we are early, and and this, the same thing applies to Noster. Like, like we are actually very early in everything. We don't see these type of developments. We don't see these type of conversations for Twitter, for Facebook, Instagram, you know, MySpace, whatever. We didn't see these type of things because. They were closed protocols. They were things that were being developed behind closed doors. And we're watching all of this from day one, essentially, being developed in the open. So we see all of the conversations. We see all the mistakes. We see all the successes. We see all the iterations, all the changes, all the things that everyone's talking about. And we get to participate in them. We didn't do that on Facebook, right? Like we didn't do it on Twitter. Maybe from time to time, maybe users had a little bit of input on something that was being considered considered to be a feature. It's just very, very, very unique. So when people like Ifin uh, develop things and work on things and iterate and talk about different enhancements to Noster, different improvements to Noster. It's it's just really really unique. It's just things that we're not used to seeing, and that you know that's confusing for the average person, right? The average person is used to downloading an app from their you know their iPhone, their Android phone, and it just works. They're not used to seeing things from the early stages. They're not used to seeing things that aren't 100% baked and 100% working. So I think that a lot of it relies on our community. A lot of it really does. We, we need to be vigilant and we need to tell people that, that we are early. We need to say, hey, Twitter's been around for 17 years. Do you understand how many mistakes they've made over the past two decades? How many times they've fucked up? How many times they did something that didn't work? How many times they retracted? Nosters, not any different than that, except for the fact that Nosters 
I mean, we can say Nostra's two years old, but only a couple hundred people use Nostra for the first year and a half, right? Like, in my mind, Nostra didn't start being really used until December. So, <sighs> Nostra's only like Nostra's not even six months old in that regard. So I, I I I think that we embrace the changes, we embrace the developers, we keep talking about things people are doing, and we let our you know our our friends and our family know that we're early. And what does that mean? Well, it means that people are building the things that we're using live in front of us. And it's going to be a little shaky from time to time. It's not going to be perfect from time to time. But now they're humans. Everybody makes mistakes. And that's how we grow as people. And that's how we grow as a platform and how we grow as a protocol. I, th I think that we just need to keep talking, having more conversations and be upfront and have more education. You know, like... And not to beat a dead horse here, but it's all the same arguments we talk about with Bitcoin. It really is because at the end of the day, there's only a very small percentage of people that use these type of things because the majority of people like to use services and platforms that they're told to use. They like to use things that are perfect. Well, near perfect, right? Like close to perfect. So keep building, keep educating keep talking to your friends and your family same old same old we're not retracting here keep doing what you're doing we're on the right path we're on the right track I mean, in the end I, in the end like i really think in the end people will see that noster is better it's just gonna take time I think you're spot on. Uh, it's also pronounced Noster. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say is that I, I, th I think you're exactly right. And the difficulty is that I believe that much like with Bitcoin, uh, many people, perhaps the majority of people, will not open their eyes until they feel pain. And Oh, and absolutely. That, you know, pe people, need to, people need something that is screwing them over to say well there must be something better yeah need, you know what you know what i you say know, walker a lot of time is that is that it's a fault with humans but it's also human nature we don't care about something until it fucks us yep. or fucks our friends or family until yep. you experience that pain or you firsthand know somebody that feels that pain the majority of people don't care and yep. people that live here in the United States, if you're a white dude and you live here in the United States, you don't experience these things. You, you don't. You don't experience these type of, generally speaking, you don't experience censorship. You don't experience your money being debased, blah, blah, blah. We, we're, we're really, really privileged here in the United States. We really are. So it's hard for people to say, oh, I've seen this. Because we haven't seen it here. We just don't see it. And until, until it fucks you, pe people just, I mean, you could, you could say this about anything. It doesn't have to be with finances. It could be with health. It could be with anything. 
until someone doesn't experience an issue personally, it's really hard to see inside somebody else's shoes. And that's just that's that that's just human nature. That just is how we are. It's hard to perceive outside of our bubble. And not not everybody can see it. Amen. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, okay, uh, we want to talk about Bitcoin. You know, in America, yes. Are we experiencing inflation? Absolutely. Are we experiencing inflation like they have in Lebanon or Argentina? No, we are not. We do not feel that pain that they are feeling. Uh, we, we are not living under a CFA franc regime in Africa where they have literally have a external power controlling the value of their money that can devalue it by half overnight, which has literally happened multiple times. How we odd are not, is we're, that? We're not living in Iran. We're not How odd is that? Like, I oh, could not, oh. un- I could not, like, I can't, I can't f- fathom another country or another entity controlling how, like, my day-to-day currency is what its value is that's weird to the, us right the, the, the cfa people... frank system is truly abhorrent if yeah. you have not read up on this you should read alex any of alex gladstein's recent pieces absolutely on the cfa frank because you should educate yourself this is a disgusting colonialist neo-colonialist that's what it is and people don't understand we literally have like colonial like modern day colonialism through monetary policy it's, happening it's it's it's, it's, weird. Mo- it's it's monetary colonialism it's and, just weird and meanwhile the french act like ah oh, you know we are so enlightened oh we will well, because oh, we oh, are oh. French. Oh, <laughs> no no fuck that you imperialist bastards like not not the french people not the french people i'm not it's, saying it, that it's yeah. i'm talking about i'm talking about the french leaders we know the French people don't like this oppression. shit. They literally fucking burned down their fucking like Amen. streets. You know, it's like you know, you gotta love the French for that. They're like, you know, in America we just sometimes we take things because we don't pay attention. But the French are like, you want to raise our retirement age by what was it a year? It, it was only a year, right, or two years? They're like, hell no. They they wanted to raise the retirement age in France to less than what it is in America. And the French were like, fuck no, we're going to go burn shit down and ride in the streets. Like, wake the fuck up, America. Pardon my French. But on a happier note, to your point, well, I don't know if it's a happier note, but people pay attention when they need to pay attention. And people pay attention when something hurts them. When inflation starts to actually hurt you, you start to pay attention and you look for a better solution. When censorship starts to actually hurt you and you find that you are not able to speak your <laughs> to speak your mind freely when you thought you lived in a free country. Like we like to complain about it a lot in America, right? We like to, you know, and, and granted there are liberties that are being infringed upon. However, it is absolutely nothing compared to the repression that so many countries around the world deal with. And those countries are, there's a reason that there are still shitloads of people using Noster and using Bitcoin in China, where they are, where they blocked Damus, Damus, excuse me, from the app store, where they have banned Bitcoin many times over. But there are still people there who want to be free, who are choosing these tools that allow them to at least have some semblance of that 
even in a repressive society. I'll get off my soapbox now. I just wanted to include that um, they know how to fucking throw a revolution, to be honest. Uh, I've seen the way that they eat while they're um, protesting, and I think our pro- our protest would last a little bit longer than, you know, a couple of days if we had the right nutrition like they do. Um, if, if, you know, if they like to do anything, they, they like to, you know, revolt and eat. So they do it very well. They've they've mastered it. It's a tonight at this moment in time i fucking love it uh we gotta you know we gotta learn a little bit more from them i'm being so serious now like completely like no, no, y- you are you are it's you understand derek's drank a lot of beer at this point but um it it's just really it's just really weird like I don't know how else to say it. It's just odd to to under to try to understand monetary policy that is happening outside of what you're used to seeing, what you're used to growing up with, what like in the United States, because that's that's all I know. That's where I'm from. And then you read about it, and then you try to understand what is actually happening. And it's just it's just wild. I, I mean, we're starting to see these things over the past two years affect us here in the United States with inflation and endless, you know, m- money printing. But these things have, I mean, this is the norm in countries in Africa and countries in South America. It, it, it's their daily lives. And I'm only talking about a fraction of what we're seeing here compared to what they see and what they experience. I could not imagine waking up in, you know, tomorrow morning in seven hours from eight hours from now and seeing half of the a third, a quarter, what a quarter of the value of my paycheck going away that's insane and it and it's because of bad governmental choices and corrupt government and governments thinking that they can you know print money to fix the problem overnight but it fucks the fucks them for next week it's it's just it's insane it's insane and it's very hard to comprehend even if you understand what's happening it's hard to look at it from the outside and see why a populace why a group of people would want to do this because it may fix it for today but literally tomorrow it fucks everybody well, we have to clarify, it's not the populace, right? Like uh, the, the populace being the people. In, you're like, you're I, right. I, like you're Af- Africa is probably the, the richest the richest continent in the world. You're right. In Walker, terms of actual I, I, natural I wealth. No, no, I, I know. But, but just to clarify, it's like you have, and this is where, like, 
again, I would recommend reading Gladstein's pieces. I know you have, Derek, I'm not, uh, just for everyone else listening, read what yeah. Alex Gladstein writes because- Check way, your financial privilege is really and, wild. It, re, it opens your eyes to the rest and, of the world. And, and, and his most recent piece on the IMF and the World Bank will make you angry. Like it, it, it should make you angry because when you see what these, I don't know, what do you want to call them? Paragovernmental institutions? Yeah. That's fair, right? What they do and the way that they exploit countries and the way that they topple leaders who dare to stand up to them, it will make you sick to your stomach, but it will make you- It's literally, like we've been, want to we've been led something. astray, right? We've been led astray, Walker. Like we've been told that they're doing these things to help these developing nations, and maybe that's true for the exact like in the moment, but it literally fucks them for the future. It fucks them for tomorrow. It's wild. It's really wild. Like I, it's hard for me as a random dude in the middle of central Pennsylvania to look at what the world does to make things harder and really fuck the economies of, of these developing nations. Like it's absolutely wild. I don't understand why we're doing it. I don't, I, as a guy that tries to find the good in people and tries to see the good in people and tries to trust people, it it's it it's either people it's either the leaders of the world are fucking dumb, or it's all done on purpose, and and that's what makes you really think that that something is wrong with, with the world either everybody doesn't know what they're doing or they highly highly know what they're doing and and, yeah. and that that's that that's the problem that we have well it goes back to what i said earlier right one percent of people are psychopaths now a yeah. lot of people a lot of people are just really shitty people like sometimes giving somebody the, the uh, classification of a psychopath is letting them off too easy because they might just be a shitty person. There so, are people so, you know, so Walker, who are just bad people. Do, do you do you think that people that that are working on these monetary policies look at them and say, you know what, that'll fix this for the next one month, two months, three months, year, whatever. But they fully know that anything beyond that, everybody's fucked. Are they just that dumb, or are they just trying for a band-aid fix? And, and that that that's, that's my that's my question. Are they? That's a difficult question because it's one I I pose to myself all the time. Right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in between because I think that uh, some of them are in fact smart enough to know that what they're doing is complete bullshit and has incredibly harmful effects. Others, I think, are are genuinely fucking stupid. And then there are others that I think 
might believe their own bullshit. They might have drank their own Kool-Aid too often. And they may believe that what they are doing is somehow helpful because they've, again, they've bought into their own lie. And, and, and you know, can you imagine if you are one of those people, the cognitive dissonance that one must have to try and keep believing this lie that you keep telling yourself? Because if not, and if you are at least have some halfway decent morals, then you must regard yourself as a complete piece of shit. But if you're just a psychopath who genuinely cares not for other people, then I think that, well, you know exactly what you're doing. You're doing it. You know exactly what the effects will be, and you don't care. But I think so, that every, I think there's a spectrum. I, I want I you know I think there's a, a, a big spectrum, and uh, I don't like I don't know where someone like Jerome Powell falls in that spectrum, for example. I, exactly. I do not know. Like. Is he is he literally a dumbass or does he understand that things will fuck people in the future and, and he's only trying to fix things for tomorrow? Magoo will tell us what's wrong here in a second. Like he he's waiting. I see him over there. But like the Federal Reserve, the people at the Federal Reserve, Neil Kashkari, uh, fucking Jerome Powell. Janet fucking Yellen when she worked there because there's a goddamn revolving door between the Treasury and the Federal Reserve, like and between the big investment banks in the United States. They're not fucking idiots. They know what they're doing. And they know that they I mean, they're just let's be honest, they're also fucking old. So they're kicking the can down the road until they, they can bow out. They're kicking the can down the fucking road until they can bow out and say, well, we tried our best. You know, I mean, we were. Like the, when, whenever they say, you know, uh, we need to tackle inflation, we need to fight inflation. It's like, motherfucker, you caused it and you know it. Walker, why you do we it. why do we have to elect literally the oldest politician? That That's literally our thing in the United States. It's, hey, you're 70 years old. Why don't we elect you? I don't I, I don't understand because the, the, the last time we had a young president, he got capped in the head. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but like, the, I, I don't understand it. It's, it's, hey, who's your oldest Republican or who's your oldest Democrat? And you know what? They've been around for a while, so they obviously know what's up. Let, let's, let's push them to run for office. And that's just dumb. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it, fr it frustrates me because uh, you've probably heard me say this uh, ad nauseum, but there is no red, there is no blue, there is the state, and there and is then you. And there's you. And, if you, and you it. know, you it's said two sides that, of the same fucking coin, and I will repeat it yes. until I am blue in the face. You've said it so much that it's really caused me to look into it because – most of my you know, most of my adult life, I've been a Repu Republican. We're going to make this political for the last minute before we get Magoo up here. Most of my life, I've been a Republican. And I didn't like how things were going years ago. And I switched parties because I didn't want to be associated with the, the weird, in my opinion, the weird way the Republican Party was going and I switched to, a, to the Democratic Party because in Pennsylvania, it, you're, you can't vote unless you have in the primary elections, unless you're one of the other parties. 
So I, I switched parties to the Democratic Party so I could vote. And I don't know. Magoo, I don't know Magoo is shitting on you right now. You know, Magoo can, Magoo can suck my dick, and I don't really care. But that's just how it is. In the Sausage a- Fest, May 17th to May 20th. See you there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Magoo, are you going to fucking Miami? I need to grab your dick if you're going there so we can sausage fest it up. Jesus, Derek. Is oh. your wife is your wife still in the room? <laughs> Bro, she's gonna be the one with the video camera. <laughs> but but let me get back to what I'm saying for like 30 seconds, then you can take over, Magoo. It's it's the the fact that nobody fully is one way or the other. We, 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 we unfortunately gravitate towards politicians that are saying one thing we like, and that's bad because we have a a two party system here in the United States where third parties, third parties don't mean anything, but unfortunately third parties are where the majority of us stand, where we like people that don't agree with the norms. We like people that are kind of in the middle because the majority of people in our country are literally in the middle, but, but, but third parties are bad, apparently according to the masses and that, Oh, you're stealing. If you're a Democrat, <laughs> the, the third party is stealing votes away from Democrats. And if you're a Republican, they're stealing away from Republicans. I mean, it's a fucking you know, joke. Well, be, because, because Derek's, Derek's socially liberal and Derek is financially conservative and nobody knows what the fuck that means. I know what it means. It means that you're a rich gay dude. (laughs) Magoo, are we fucking in, in, uh, in Miami next, next month or what? Yeah. So you got to find me. I'm going to be on the floor. And you have to look for my mobile, uh, my mobile network, my hotspot that I'm going to be extending is called Ten to One. The password is Bitcoin. But, but, but you're—I mean, you, you know—you're fucking around, but you're not wrong. I, I, I don't know if he's fucking around. To be honest, it, I can't—I can't tell. If you're not one hundred percent one way or the other, that's weird. Why can't I be in the middle? Why can't I, I think this is Derek's coming out fucking space, no, guys. But you know, it, it, I, oh, it, it's been the whole night. Derek's literally not coming out, but whatever. No, I, I don't care, man. Go ahead. But, oh, I think Derek is going to come. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, Magoo, you work, Magoo, where are we meeting at in Miami, man? You work hard. Um, I'll, I'll send you the details. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will shut up right after this because I'll transfer over to Magoo. And I've been up here way too long, and I need to go hang out with my dog. But what I will say, Derek, is that you are right because you know what? They don't want you to be in the middle. They want you to pick up a partisan flag, and they do not care which color that flag is that you wave. They want you to pick up a flag and wave it because that's all that matters because then you feel that you are a part of the system, right? You're part of what – and maybe your team won this year. Maybe your team lost this year. But if your team won, you're happy. And if your team lost, you're angry. And either way, you are invested in that system. And you believe but, that you have the opportunity to make a change. But, and and but, that's the problem, But Walker, it's all a fucking racket. It, as I realized a couple years ago that I don't, I don't want to be on a team. 
on some on some issues i want to vote one way on some issues i want to vote the other way because i i'm not going to vote down a party line because because we don't all have to 100 percent agree 100 100 percent the same way that's just weird yeah but derek didn't you hear uh penis order you have to be a single issue voter that's just weird, man. Like that's just weird. I've never been that way. Like, I I just I voted who I like and who I think will do the best job for that job. I mean, fuck me for trying to care, right? Like, it's just weird. But Magoo, like, we're we're, we're gonna sidestep that. Are you actually gonna be in Miami? I can't tell from the shit posts on on Twitter. I don't know. I haven't decided. Well, if you if you are, we have beers to drink together. So I'm thinking I'm thinking on Wednesday night to go to Peter McCormick's event, and you're gonna tell me that Peter McCormick's a fucking dick, and I shouldn't go there. And you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna I I might go there. Uh, the next night on Wednesday or the Thursday, th- Thursday, I'm going to the club party. Uh, and you're going to be like, Oh, fuck Swan fucking Anders and fucking, you know, what? And, and, and I'm fucking going there and I don't care, man. I'm doing that. Cause it'll be fun. I, I like, like I like, I like Anders and puppy. So, so you're going to the, the Thursday of or Friday. That's Friday, isn't it? Or what? That's Thursday. No, I'm not. I can't make it for that. And I, I do this every year. So, like, what I do is I show up on Sunday. I go to the conference That's center. That's the literally last day. And then I take pictures and I ask where everybody is. And then everyone's already gone. Yeah. I, I'm literally flying out at probably, like, 11 a.m. on Sunday. I'm flying in 11 a.m. Sunday. Seeing the airport. Well, you're fucking up. You're missing Derek. Well, there's, I don't know, Terminal 1, Gate 69. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, um, I don't want to burst your bubble or anything, but... Uh, yeah, you, M- Magoo, I've been waiting for the past 20 minutes for you to tell me how I fucked up and how I should be thinking. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell well, me. Well, one, you're not, you're not going to vote your way out of what what you currently think that you're in. And I, what I mean by what you currently think that you're in is everyone has their own utopia and everyone has their own hell, right? When it comes to how they think the government should be running. And no matter who you are and what you support, whether you're a literal left-wing lunatic wokeist or you're like literally um, Ted Kaczynski mailing fucking bombs to, to everybody uh, on the other side of the spectrum, um, you, you always will think that there is room for improvement or you're, you think that the system is rigged against you. Um, and that goes back to Walker's point is because it is rigged against you and not because you're a liberal or not because you're a Republican or whatever you are. It's because you're not in, you're not in the party that matters. And the party that matters is like the, the political elite, right? And, and the oligarchs of the world, right? So you're not voting your way out of any situation, right? So, like, the way that I look at this is if you think voting is going to change one thing in your life, um, 
at least in the short term, right? Like, cause like you can change things with voting over a very long period of time. Like change does happen in like trends, cultural trends, all those things happen and they have happened in the past. But if you're looking directly to affect your single life and your lifespan, let's just call it 80 years, the chances of you voting and changing your life in the in the short term is very negligible. Like it's just not going to happen, right? And people need to understand that because people focus too much on voting and not worrying about actually doing things that are going to make them happy and make them free. Like for example, like I haven't voted for almost 10 years now. Why? Because I don't think it's going to make a difference. In these 10 years I haven't voted, I've probably 100x, 200x my net worth and probably 10x my freedoms that I had 10 years ago by exiting the United States, renouncing my citizenship and moving moving abroad and being like a literal transnational and going to jurisdictions that actually favor you if you have money, right? Like if you go to the United States or any Western country and you have money, you're perceived as being that you've took advantage of someone to gain said money, right? And not, that's after they tax you, right? So not only do they de tax you first, then they demonize you, right? Where if you go anywhere else in the world and you have money, it's like, we have a table for you right here, sir. And it's not even if like you're white, you're black, you're Chinese, you're whatever. Like if you have money, there's a table for you right here, right? Minus a few weird places that are still racist out there. But for the most part, um, you, you're 10 times more free, right? And this is like a lot of Americans are, they can't think their way out of a wet paper bag is because they've been grown up in a propaganda campaign where they've said the United States is the center of the universe and that it's the most free country on the planet and it's the most prosperous and you're going to be and thrive the most in this country. When in reality, um, that's actually the exact opposite. Like if you actually add economic output and value to the world economy, um, you're actually better off outside of the United States, right? Like I know this is, there's some intersectionality there between like, can you actually take your profession and how you add value to the world outside of your current context of the United States? Like if you're a construction worker or you're doing physical labor, or you do any like brick and mortar, um, it's hard to kind of transcend your, your value across national borders. But if you're like a software engineer, content creator, whatever the fuck it is that doesn't matter where you are, um, and you're adding value and you're making money, it literally makes zero sense to be in most of these quote unquote civilized jurisdictions that, that, that people want to think is the pinnacle, right? It's the legacy brand countries, right? Where they used to be good, but now they're only good because of their branding and, and what people have the perception of them. But when it comes to like a middle-class American, like in a middle-class American today is literally someone who makes a hundred thousand dollars, right? Like, like I know, I think the average salary in the United States is like forty-five, fifty thousand dollars. But those people are actually broke. Like, if you make forty-five, fifty thousand dollars a year in the United States, I don't care where you live. Like, especially if you live in some of the horrible jurisdictions. But if you literally live in bumfuck Idaho, making forty-five thousand dollars a year, you're not making it. Like, 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 and that's not to say that that's your fault, right? Like, there's lots of reasons why people don't succeed, but like. That's just not not making it right. 
Um, and most, and the reason why is like, if you make $45,000 a year, the government's going to take all, like what, 20 grand of that away, 15, $17,000 away from you. If you make, well, if you make 45,000, they won't take anything. Well, no, that's, that's, that's a myth because they're not taking anything from income tax, but every time you buy something, they're taking tax from you. You go to the I, gas pump. There's I, 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 I agree completely. I'm just saying on the income, 51% of Americans pay zero in federal income tax. Yeah. And it's all scraped out of really? the other way. Right. And so like most of the stuff that you buy, whether it's me, groceries, gas, whatever you're doing, like every dollar that you're spending, you're probably paying a good well upfront like sales tax you're paying whatever 10 12 percent but then there's hidden tariffs that are actually just in the baseline prices of things that you just don't see like gas or meat or imported steel or whatever the fuck it is like you're there's a tax that you're paying you just don't see it so a lot of the the money that you're spending is just gone to tax it's gone to the government and so like like what my suggestion is is like if you have any capability of making income on the move um you should probably get the fuck out of where you are because like like you being born like most people and this isn't even just the united states this is the world most people that are born don't even leave their hometown let alone their state or their province or their jurisdiction or whatever it is their country um, their region, they just don't leave, right? Um, in, re in reality, like, there is a lot better places out there, right? Um, and Americans are always like, what do you mean there's better places out here? I can't do this, I can't do that. Like, this is the thing about being, like, a transnational. Like, you can play, like, go fish with jurisdictions, with, like, what you want to use them for. Like, for corporate, right? You might want to incorporate a business in a certain jurisdiction because it has lower corporate income taxes, right? There's a couple of countries in the Caribbean. There's a couple kind of gray areas in Latin America um, where you can incorporate your business. And if you're sourcing income from outside of that country, you're not liable to pay any corporate impact, uh, corporate tax whatsoever. Um, and so there, that might be one of the solutions that you use for your corporate, your corporate incorporations. And then you might want to get a passport, the passport from a Caribbean island that has the most visas, or if you want to buy a better passport or whatever you want to do, you might want to get citizenships that are elsewhere. And then when it comes to your actual residency, um, you can basically get an investor residency, um, like or an investor's residency almost in any country outside of the United States and Canada and some places in Europe. Like you don't even have to spend that much money. Um, Yo, this guy's spazzing out here. What, I think he's got want to say something. Yo, uh, Magoo. So we just gotta. I just gotta close out the uh, basically the recording because we're actually everybody has an hour slot, right? And we've gone over um, Brugeman's, um over twenty minutes of his of his hour slot. Yeah. And I just want to apologize, Brugman. Uh, I don't know. I really want to apologize, man. Uh, didn't didn't think this was gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Brugman. Uh, I, I blame Derek. I blame but, Derek. You know, Magoo, Magoo's a smart individual and likes to talk, and we all like to listen to Magoo, but Bergman, we want to hear what you have to say, too. So, so Magoo, fuck